0: In 1958, John C. Koss invented the world's first SP3 stereophone here in Milwaukee and forever changed the way we all listen to music. Koss Corporation is proud to support the Experience Milwaukee podcast and its listeners with the world's greatest headphones.
1: You guys ready to roll? Can we do who's it?
0: Mov- who's moving around? I hear moving around.
1: Oh, sorry. That was me. Sorry. Tia, come on. Yeah, this is a professional get... podcast.
0: You, you saw kicking? the icon I'm on Instagram.
1: I'm completely still now. I just need to adjust
2: She's where putting I was on sitting.
1: No, I was just trying to adjust where I was sitting. Okay, I'm done moving. Not moving anymore.
0: Okay. Adam. Steve. Tia.
1: What's up? She's yeah, back.
2: I'm back. Woo! I can the podcast booth slash probably your closet, closet. to for best soundproofing.
1: <laughs> well, I'm um, actually, yeah, I'm in my, the, my bedroom actually. Um, close just enough. Hanging out. Yep. Yeah. So, well, that's
0: the way that it goes, you know, um, And
2: we're here, we're ready. We have an experienced yeah. Milwaukee podcast to record and we're very excited to get rolling.
0: I, uh, love the, um, uh, the show is starting out with the, uh, brand new off the shelf, whatever you want out of the box, actually it was custom made cost commercial. Oh yeah. I know. Tia Tia hasn't heard it yet, but, uh, she will. Yeah, you will. You will.
1: Yeah. I'm excited.
0: And, uh, I'm happy to stay. You like what?
1: I like my Koss headphones. So I do too.
0: I, I love them. I've got like all the kids have them. I have them. And then the kids got some different headphones, some ear ear pods. So they use their Koss and their ear pods. Depends on what mood they're in. They're spoiled.
2: <laughs> I was going to say,
0: how many pairs
2: of headphones do they have?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Two. Thirteen. Two each. Um, Costs just sent uh, received today another box of costs goodies.
1: No way! Sweet.
0: Yeah. They're such a great sponsor of the show, and they love our listeners. And they so all of this stuff. I know we've got we're outfitted in cost gear, but all of this stuff is for the listeners. So as soon as we can get back at it or think of some fun promotions like this stuff is going. I have like a dozen pairs. Of headphones,
1: I would That's love to so do exciting. a giveaway. We can do a giveaway through the Instagram.
0: Yeah. Anyway, you want, I've got a pair of the Milwaukee Home headphones.
1: Oh, very I've got, cool.
0: I've got the what? Milwaukee Homes. Yeah, I've got the Milwaukee like Home those. speaker. Oh, I want to win this giveaway. Yeah, give it a try. You're not eligible.
2: Oh. Okay. Tia, let's so, do a let's do a giveaway on TikTok.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll that. I'm, oh I'm, no, <laughs> he didn't. I will. I will. Adam, I'm gonna drop that on TikTok. Okay,
1: that'd be I'm a gonna,
0: fun one to do.
2: Yeah, I, and Instagram, obviously. But oh, I forgot about that. that since, <laughs> but since we have our, we're rolling on on TikTok, might as well garner ourselves some extra followers. So let's just roll.
0: Let's yes, yeah, so let's do that, and let's. Uh, you know what? I'll maybe we'll like put a can of beer in there too, and thank our other sponsors. Adam, you want to roll them off?
2: I do want to roll them off. Uh, I'm talking pizza. I'm talking beer. I'm talking spirits. That is Transfer Pizzeria and Cafe. That is Indeed Brewing. That is, who am I missing, Steve? Phew! Spirits. spirits. And guess Woo. what? I am drinking their barrel gin on the rocks tonight, and I am feeling fine. If I start slurring halfway through, you'll just have to forgive me.
0: I am uh, enjoying the uh, few uh, the uh, few whiskey with uh, a manhattan. The rye? You doing the rye, rye, rye? Yep, yep. Getting that rye Manhattan up in you? So I just want to say this rumor that is true. It could be true. The few uh, Paul Haletko, who was on the podcast. Ah, recently, salt
2: of the earth. Just recently.
0: Guy. Yeah. He may make a milwaukee appearance on july 13th
2: that's a very specific date why why on at black july 13th? at black
0: sheep at black sheep
2: oh for a happy if, hour yes
0: for a private
2: happy hour so you're telling the public podcast that there's going to be a private happy hour yes okay
0: that's cool so you're just so,
2: humble bragging I'm I was invited. No
0: big deal. I'm uh, just throwing it out there because if people will message the show either through the website or at experiencemilwaukeepodcast dot com or through drive uh, up to t- your house or drive up to my house or TikTok <laughs> or Instagram or Facebook, if you want to go, just let us know. Just oh, let us know. just let us know. Sweet. And then uh, there might be some sampling going on. I'm, I'm oh, guessing. So I'm saying. But uh, that's Tia. Tia's got Tia's taking it easy. Tia had a rough night last night.
1: I was she actually. Had, and at, Tia,
2: where were you last night? Yeah, I was actually
1: you? at Mobcraft. <gasps>
2: Mobcraft. I've heard of that. Tell me more.
1: Well, it's I a don't... wonderful brewery in Walker's Point in Milwaukee. It's one of my favorite areas. And actually, one of my favorite breweries is very near and dear to my heart. So um, today, can I introduce Elise? I don't I know. Is that okay?
2: Can you? Hell, hell uh, yeah! I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do, do it. it.
1: So today we have Elise Strup. She's the event and programming manager at Mobcraft Beer. Hello, Elise. Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Elise, you were
2: a real champ staying quiet so long. Yes. Yeah.
0: You didn't even. I laugh thought for yet. sure.
2: I thought for sure you were gonna be like, guys pick it up yeah let's do this thing <laughs> if you could have
3: seen my face if the camera was on as soon as uh someone implied that tia had a rough night and i knew where <laughs> tia was <last> <laughs> day, <laughs> i was reacting with my faith so it's like a podcast where i would have given it away that's
2: awesome that's great um, were you the one that was um, feeding her talent juice?
3: No, she was in really good <laughs> good condition when I left. So <laughs> yeah. <could be> refrigerated <laughs> shortly thereafter.
2: Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I curious um, to
3: know what the story is, but I w- I won't pry while we're uh, you know on the air here.
1: Yeah, no, I don't have much of a story, but I do. I, I, I'm a lightweight, so all it takes is like two or three beers, and that's that's enough for me that's awesome <laughs> so that's why i'm sticking to water tonight all right that's fair
2: good that's okay hydrate
1: yes okay well, so should we talk about mobcraft
0: no let's talk about elise first
1: okay so flattered. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah elise you are the star of the show and so much is going on right now at mobcraft i i i honestly can't believe you had time for the podcast this I is amazing. I
3: appreciate you recognizing how busy it's been, um, but I'm also very very happy to make time to be on here. This is such a cool project and we're flattered that you want to hear about what we're doing. So
0: So, thank you. Um it's it's all because of Adam and Tia. They make it happen.
2: Yes. Steve does nothing. <laughs> all he does is join TikTok and post videos all day.
3: I'll be sure to tell uh, everyone that I talk to about the podcast <laughs> that, that message. Verband. Yeah, exactly. Steve does nothing.
0: Steve it's, does nothing. It's
2: all Adam and Tia. Okay. They are the talent. <laughs> Got it's it. actually, Got the message. Okay.
0: it's going to be the new tagline of the podcast. It's, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. all of the marketing materials. Yes. We're, we're scrapping. Milwaukee.
2: Yeah. We're scrapping, yes. talking about the shit that makes Milwaukee cool. And we're picking up Adam and Tia do it all.
3: That's great new format. And then
2: then really small in italics (laughs) is Steve does nothing.
1: But seriously though, Elise,
2: tell us how you got involved with Mobcraft. And of course, we want to hear about Mobcraft, like where it came from, how it got rolling, how they ended up in Walker's Point, all that good stuff.
3: Yeah. Um, So I guess like my brief history in terms of how I got to Mobcraft and how I got to beer, um, I was actually a high school English teacher for seven years. So, um, working in the beer industry was a part-time gig. I worked at Milwaukee Brewing Company for about seven years, part-time while I was teaching. Um, when they expanded, I took a full-time job there. And then last October I was looking to do something different. And I had met Henry, our owner through my work with Drink Brew City and thought really highly of him. So, um, I was, Excited that Mobcraft, you know, wanted to hire an event manager. That wasn't a position that they had had previously. Um, So, yeah, so that's how I started with Mobcraft just in October. Although um, it's such a good fit, it's hard to believe that it's only been a number of months. Um, So that's how I came to be with Mobcraft. Do you want me to launch into the whole story of how Mobcraft came to be in Walker's Point?
2: Hell yeah. Let's talk about it.
3: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Mobcraft is a fairly young brewery. But if you look at kind of all of the breweries in the Milwaukee area, Mobcraft is still one of the older ones, like obviously not as old as a Lakefront or a Milwaukee Brewing. um, But with all the breweries that have opened just within the past three years, um, Mobcraft is a little bit more senior. So the company was founded in 2013 by Andrew Gierzak and Henry Schwartz um, in Madison. So they were operating out of a like a it's, it's defunct. It's not there anymore. Um, but they were operating out of a place called house of brews. Um, and that was after Mm -hmm. operating out of their, well, Henry's very impressive college basement where they had like nine beers that they brewed on tap. So, you know, typical offerings of a college party. (laughs) Um, but yeah. And then in 2016, they opened the brick and mortar tap room in Walker's point. Um, so, just celebrated, or around the time I guess of our four-year anniversary of being in Milwaukee right now.
0: Well, we're happy you're here.
3: Thanks. I'm happy I'm here yeah.
2: too. Happy you stayed in Milwaukee.
3: Um, I am very Milwaukee. happy we stayed in Milwaukee, and <laughs> yeah. I'll echo what Tia said before that Walker's Point is just such a great neighborhood to be a part of. Um, so I'm really happy that that's where the tap room is located.
2: It does have it does have a really cool, low key vibe in walker's point just in general it's it's kind of crazy to be in a downtown or out in the burbs and then go there and low-key but also i mean you can go to some of these the craziest places just within walker's point that you would never think to like i can go into say a brewery and order a beer that's called batshit crazy
3: you can, and if you order like two or three of them, you might end up drinking you water the next edgy. night. So, you know, anything could happen in Walker's Point.
0: Two or three, eight, whatever. Yeah,
2: ten. No one's. Coming. However, ten. Ten. however many Tia had while she was Tia, tr- taking pictures.
0: Tia, I think you'll you'll be happy to know um, that uh, uh, Walker's Point is becoming one of my. F- Actually, the my favorite neighborhood, my new favorite. Really, neighborhood. that's nice yeah. to hear. It yeah, is I hands it. down
1: my favorite.
0: Yeah, it's great. I've uh, I love roaming around there, and um, one of my favorite one of my favorite spots besides Mobcraft is uh, um, uh, Black Sheep. Oh yeah, so I love yeah. I love hanging out there. They have good um, cheese curds. Really, and I, really I, good I, cheese curds. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard. I've heard. And
3: don't they serve them? Don't you dip them in like maple syrup? for something yeah. you never think of, but it works so well. Yeah,
1: they're dipped in pancake batter. It. It's yeah. like pancake yep. batter uh, on the outside and dip them in maple syrup. Yeah, they're pretty good.
3: I had a dessert there one time that was like house-made mini donuts with Purple Doors salted caramel ice cream, and oh I would gosh. say the dessert was like life-altering. So. <laughs> yes.
1: mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Absolutely. my God, now I'm hungry.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go get some donuts. <laughs>
1: Oh, speaking of donuts, though, I read Mobcraft is, I know we're jumping right in. Oh, yeah. um, Mobcraft has, will you tell us about the event, about the donut event?
3: Yeah, totally. So um, since the, I guess, COVID-19 outbreak, we've been trying to kind of get creative at Mobcraft with ways to still engage with the people that we love to normally see in our tap room. So we started hosting online virtual pairings and parties. So we started on March 28th and we've continued to host them every single Saturday since then. Um, so we've done a number of things. We did uh, beer and ice cream with our neighbors at Purple Door, um, beer and cheese, beer and sausage, beer and Girl Scout cookies, beer and popcorn. Um, and this coming Saturday, the 20th, We're working with Cranky Al's Donuts in Wauwatosa, and we are doing a beer and donut pairing. So people are able to purchase those online now on our website. It's $25, and it's a four-course pairing. So four different beers, four different donuts, full-size donuts. We usually say the pairings are more than enough for like two people. It's at least a pairing for two. Um, And then... We include a sheet that has all the information. So if people want to pick up the kit and just do it on their own time, they want to eat their donuts right away, um, or they can join us on zoom on Saturday night. And then we, uh, most often are joined with our partner, like whatever company we've worked with or whatever small business we've worked with. And then myself and some of the Mobcraft crew is on there and I sort of MC the event and then, you know, turn it over to the experts when it comes to the beer and let our brewers talk. Um, and we talk about why the, in this case, donuts and beers pair so well together. Um, and it's a fun way to learn more about Mobcraft and just about beer in general, and then to learn about our partner and what they can offer. And I think educational, maybe without realizing it, just in terms of like what foods pair well together and why does this actually taste so good? Um, I've certainly learned a lot more about our beers at Mobcraft by hosting these pairings. Um, So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. We're going to keep them going. We don't plan on stopping. They've been well-received. And even though places are slowly opening up, like we have our patio open at Mobcraft, we still, we did a virtual Sour Fest this past weekend and we had like 80 people on Zoom with us. Um, So we're still seeing a lot of enthusiasm for that format. Um, Yeah, yeah. for sure. We've got coming up Uh, at the end of the month, we're doing beer and cookies with Crumbles Confectionery. Um, and then in July, I think we'll take off the 4th of July, but we've got Kringle. We've got a whole bunch of stuff lined up. So things, things to make us fat all on the horizon. yes, <laughs> Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And, um, gorge. Totally. And I, I, I don't think we can stress enough that when you, when you combine beer and donuts, those are really two loves of dads. It's and
3: perfect for father's day weekend.
0: Perfect. Perfect yeah. for father's day. There's Adam. Sorry, Steve. I didn't
3: say there's even an option to add a decorate your own donut kit. So if you eat all oh. your paired donuts the night before, the next morning you can decorate six of your own donuts for you or for dad. Make a little beer mosa to go with it. It's a whole thing. I'm getting so talked into this.
0: Adam, it's insane. And uh, <laughs> they, they pair the bat shit crazy with uh, Crowler buttermilk cake donut. Oh, God. Dude. Yes.
2: This is ridiculous.
0: So it's only, it's only 25 bucks for all for <laughs> that I know. That's that what stuff. I'm
2: thinking, too. I'm like, this is going to be so fun. This will be like uh, a little treat. Yeah, also, and then you can – I believe the lemon meringue beer is a yeah, part of this, right? it is, yeah.
3: and it's brand new. So this is actually um, – besides Sour Fest, this will be the first kit it's been a part of, um, and we paired it with a donut that has a citrus glaze as like a bonus pairing. Um, so the, the pairing that comes with the kit is the Woo Brew, but every now and then if we find two beers that we like really like with the food, we'll, we'll offer it as like an add-on. Um, so that one is in there and as a teaser, it is definitely going to be a part of the cookie pairing as well. Oh, that's awesome.
0: I, it's a good beer. It, it's such a, it's such a great idea, uh, to do these things and not only just make it available, but make it community.
3: Yeah, that's definitely something that's really important to Mobcraft and to our owner Henry. Like he really loves collaborating. Um, At any opportunity we get, like so many of the things we do at Mobcraft are collaborations. Collaboration beers. Um, We have this one called Believe in Beer that's releasing July eleventh, and that's a collaboration that has support from the Brewers Association at like the national level, which is exciting. Um, and then we partnered with a group called Bottle Share based out of Georgia. Um, and all the money raised from the beer are going to go to breweries that were negatively impacted by being closed during the pandemic. Um, so since it's like a Wisconsin-Georgia collaboration, the beer is a uh, barrel-aged beer with Georgia peaches and Door County cherries. Um and I could probably give like 10 other examples of things that Mobcraft is doing right now that are other collaborations, because that really is just something that, that runs pretty, pretty deep. It's a lot of what we do. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And, uh, it's, um, it's, it's part of the, like you said, the DNA and even, you know, I, I've, I've, so I've known Henry since college, since he was in college. Okay. Um, I ran a, a uh, like a business model, a thon hackathon type thing at Whitewater and that's where I met him and um, it's been awesome to watch all of this happen and stay in touch with him Um, and I think that's what earned me when he uh, did one of the first Instagram uh, lives the um,
3: the no Rona happy hours yeah when everything
0: started (laughs) I jumped on and he's like oh Steve's on Steve I'm gonna pull you in (laughs) and so I was live with him and it was really awesome and fun But I think that's just just
3: like Henry.
0: It's just how he is. (laughs) That's so cool. He's the ultimate collaborator. And I mean, no surprise, he has a company called Mobcraft, which makes products based on what the people want.
3: Totally.
2: Yeah. Elise, do you think maybe you could, um, for people who may not know Mobcraft's business model and how how they operate, do you think you could um, give us a quick rundown?
3: Sure. Yeah. So the the name that you were just referring to, Mobcraft, it was actually our owner Andrew's sister's idea. Her name's Jamie. Um, but again, the mob refers to the people. So, and the craft refers to the beer. So kind of beer for the people. Um, so Mobcraft is a crowdsourced brewery. So that means that we take recipe submissions or even just an idea. Like if, I guess I'm an employee, but if I were a person and thought it would be delicious to have a peach pear goza for the summer, I could go on the website and submit my idea for a peach pear goza. And then, uh, if it got enough votes, Mobcraft would make that beer. So, once a month, we pick a winner um, and then we work with that winner if they have like an exact recipe or if it's just their kind of like their vision and their idea. We communicate with them like I'm on all those emails and you'll see follow up questions like, well, how much barrel character are you Im- imagining? And um, so we really want to make sure that we get their vision right when we make it. Um, and then those beers are released when they're ready. So some of them go in barrels and it takes a long time. Some of them are a quicker turnaround time. Um, but yeah, 12 crowdsource beers every year. We do other beers kind of in that Uh, variety like for the past several years we've brewed the um, national girls pint out beer so we just had that brew day on zoom a couple weekends ago Um, and that's a beer too where the members of girls pint out can submit recipes and then a winner is selected and then we make that beer so yeah it works out to be probably about like seven percent or so of our business we have our own beers too But what's cool about the crowdsourced beers is if one is really popular and well-received, it can become part of like our permanent lineup or a seasonal, um, or we'll make it several times. A good example of that is Rabbit's Bounty, which is a carrot cake ale that actually has a ton of carrots in it. Um, And that was a crowdsourced beer. We made it once. It was super popular. We brought it back this year. It's been super popular again. Um, And again, with all these pairings, that's been a really fun beer to work with. Um, cause it's one that seems to kind of transform depending on what you put it with. So, yeah, so yeah, those crowdsourced beers, um, even if it's only one a month, they definitely have kind of more staying power and they really become a part of the Mobcraft brands.
0: One, uh, that's a really good beer. We, we really enjoy it. And, uh, one time Adam and I went to, uh, came to Mobcraft and bought, uh, a bunch of different beers. And then on the podcast, we just tried all of them.
3: Oh, that sounds like a great podcast idea. It was
0: <laughs> honestly we
2: we talk about it a lot because it was one of our favorites. Did you feel like the other We day? just we, we lined no. up we lined up yeah, no, it wasn't bad actually. We lined up twelve glasses. Wow. We had six beers and we each. just we poured yeah, we poured in on each one. We tried them and um uh, we got a ton of feedback that people really loved that um, I read the side of the can. Because whatever, whatever copy is on the can Mm -hmm. is uh, both informative and a little entertaining. Yes. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's so cool.
3: We have a new one that I would recommend that you read if people like that. We just put out, um, it's actually a new like year round offering. It's an Amber and it's called MC Amber and the can looks like MC Hammer style. Like pants or clothing with this crazy pattern, so it's funny because you take like an amber, which is about as classic as it comes for an American beer style, and then you know juxtapose it with this like crazy wacky neon color can, and it says "Stop Amber Time." So that one has a pretty good description on there that's worth checking out. That
2: is exact. That is exactly what I would expect from Mobcraft. Yeah. Yes, a little bit something of something like that. Like mm-hmm. just take something classic and go. Let's throw some parachute pants on this,
3: right? It was like we were throwing <laughs> the guys were throwing around names when they were brewing it because we were just calling it amber, and someone came up with MC Amber, and it was like done. God, like that's, that's it. So it's got to be that. That's so. so fun. Yeah, love it. Hey, yeah, and it's t- a good beer too. It's a really solid amber, nice and caramely.
0: So I know we were making jokes, but Tia, what what were you drinking last night?
1: Oh, yeah, what did you try um, last night? I tried a few different things. So. I actually got to try the um, lemon Rang pie. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Mm, it's no very good. good. But it, it it is um pretty tart at the end and uh it just it, you know how like when you eat a really sour candy and your mouth kind of waters afterwards? Mm-hmm. I definitely had that with it. Um but it was very, very good. I couldn't stop drinking it. It was very good. <laughs> um and then I, I um I really like the tied up. Um, it tastes like a margarita to me and oh. I just like that it's, it's, I have not had a beer that tasted like that before. Um, it's, it has a hint of lime, um, and kind of a little bit of a, a saltier taste. Um, it, for, it, that's just from my palate. I don't yeah. know. What no, that's, a gozo, about that's too.
3: exactly what you're, you're describing it
1: spot on. So. So, Are you reading
2: the side of the can
1: right no, now? No, I'm not. I, have I don't beer. have any beer with me. Um and then I, I the um, empty can. <laughs> um I had the uh, rabbit's bounty as well. So I really had only three three beer. Mm-hmm.
2: So, we didn't you didn't tell us quantities of each beer,
0: but
3: yeah, we were just, giving her twenty two ounce pours. Yes. <laughs>
0: it never ended. Scroller.
3: Yeah.
0: Um yeah, I have to say my uh original uh favorite was the oddball
3: oh yeah that's a great but
0: uh that's kind of a safe one i in but if anyone wants to know what we what adam and i enjoyed from the from the buffet of beers we had they'll have to go back and listen find that episode and yes because we
2: actually picked one out of the six that was our absolute favorite
0: yes yep
3: I should have listened won't to that before I came on here. I didn't do my we, homework fully. We'll, <laughs> That's okay. we'll, we'll
0: send you a link okay. and uh, to that one because it's a fun one. And Adam's son is running around in the background screaming oh, at times. God, yeah.
2: yeah, he was he, that really high-pitched scream thing he was doing.
0: I, I mean, was, he was fine. He wasn't injured in the episode at all. But, no. uh no. But he was our he eardrums was... were
2: injured. During yes. That yes. Episode we
1: Absolutely. we also did the Drink Bruce City episode mm-hmm. at Mobcraft as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Adam and I went and did that. That was the one that, that was, was the
2: one where like the, the kids went off on their own thing. We did that yeah. episode without
3: mm-hmm. Steve. <laughs> that was that a was good one. Begin- that one I did the, listen to. Yeah, that oh,
0: was good. the beginning of uh beginning of the your journey without me.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think that's the only podcast we've. I was gonna say, and then we didn't do another one ever again. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he cut us off.
2: Yep. He was like, "No more of that crap. I'm doing these from now on."
0: So, Elise, I have a question, and it's um, maybe let's go back to your English teacher days. Okay. Like, uh, it's and it's not on the list of questions we sent you, but uh, I'm just wondering, like, what are what did you or maybe it is what did you or enjoy most about Milwaukee and I know, you know, it's probably, um, changed as you've taken on these roles at these different places, but when you were English teacher, Elise, what, uh, what were your favorite things about Milwaukee?
3: Hmm. Well, there's some things about Milwaukee that didn't change when my job changed, but I would say when I was teaching, I think, and maybe this really hasn't changed, but of course I loved Milwaukee in the summertime, the festivals Mm. Um, I grew up here too. So Summerfest has been like, you know, it feels like it's like part of my DNA. I've been going to Summerfest since I was in elementary or middle school. So I think when I was teaching, especially what I look for what I looked forward to was just being able to like really enjoy the city in the summer. Um, as I mentioned, I w- was working part-time at a brewery and nannying and I was doing some other stuff, but it just was so different than teaching in terms of how much free time I had that I felt like I could really take in all the city has to offer. Um, Fun things that you can't do if you're working during the week, like going to the Noble for their Monday brunch Mm -hmm. or kayaking on the Milwaukee river on a weekday afternoon. Um, So yeah, I think probably my favorite things about Milwaukee. I mean, I still love all those things. Um, The other thing I would just say is The people. I think people here are really nice because they want to be nice. In my experience in the service industry, you'll get visitors that come from out of town and they so often comment how helpful people are and how kind everyone has been to them. And that's something that that I feel a sense of pride in. I like being from a place where people are known for being good to one another and welcoming to visitors. So that's something I like about Milwaukee too.
0: That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, someone dropped a question in the the, the Google Doc. What's your favorite Mobcraft beer? Oh,
3: Ooh. I saw that one, and I was like, "This is going to be hard <laughs> because it Ooh. changes." So,
2: well, that's what happens when you join the Experience Milwaukee podcast. Yeah, we we, we drop hard hitting questions. Hard hitting
0: yeah. questions. God, you
3: guys don't mess around. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Okay, so right now, I would say, I'd say right now, my favorite is Raspberry Existence. So Existence is a series of beers. It's like a Belgian style sour ale, and those come in at like ten percent ABV or so. If Tia had three of those last night, I would completely understand not feeling so fresh today. She'd
0: um, be sleeping right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. she would How not cold. have made it.
3: Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so, um, that, that one I've really, really been enjoying lately. And that whole series came out in November when I had just started at the end of October. And at the time, I don't think I appreciated it or maybe I just hadn't tried it. Um, honestly, these pairings have allowed me to drink more of our beer than I ever would drink otherwise, cause I'm consuming at least four per weekend. Um, And I feel like, yeah, so that's been great. So that's one that really stands out to me. Adam Thomas, who runs our barrel age program and does our wild and sour beers, is an incredible talent. Um, So we've won a couple medals recently for the sour beers. We won a gold for low funk at the Great American Beer Festival, and then a gold for sour golden ale at the Festival of Wooden Barrel Age Beers in Chicago. And that was in like October and November. And um, yeah, A- anything that Adam's putting out with the wild and sour beers, I'm I'm here for. Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's awesome.
3: There's no beer too sour for me. Like when Tia was saying that that uh, low funk, which I think that's interesting. You thought the low funk was sour and you really like the... No,
1: it, the um, lemon meringue.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. The lemon meringue low funk. Yeah. But that's But that you really like the tied up. 'Cause a lot of people think uh, the tied up is really tart. So it's interesting that for you you were like, no, that one's more balanced with the salt. Yeah.
1: yeah. I I really love them both. And I could like I could drink more of them, but obviously I, I am a very small person. So if I want to walk home, right. it's probably not. Um, I, it I, yeah, I forgot to mention I also I also had the um, peanut butter candy time. Oh, so there's four beers. Yeah, there's four beers. But the Lemon Meringue was one of the small little tasters. Oh, so it barely counts. Yeah, it barely counts. And
0: another piece of the
1: puzzle falls into place. I then then remembered that as we were talking about beers.
2: (laughs) Oh, and then I had six more after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, One thing that I think is really cool um, is I've been back to see how you guys brew the beers And just the fact that you put, like, whole donuts in the beers that you make or, like, whole pieces of the thing that you want the beer to taste like. Yeah. I think that's a really cool um, way to implement that flavor. Oh, yeah. I don't think everybody does, you know. There's a lot of artificial stuff that comes out or, like, trying to, you know, not using the whole part of uh, what you're trying to get it to taste like.
3: Well, that peanut butter candy time that you just mentioned, that's a great uh-huh. example because that one has peanuts and then nutter butters and butter fingers. So yeah, I'm sure sometimes our brewers would love it if we stopped putting all that crazy stuff in there because it makes cleaning and sanitizing the tanks a lot more work for them, um, especially anything with nuts just because of allergens. We're really careful about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you get flavors in beers when you use the real thing. And when you use fresh fruit or even puree, um, but yeah, we don't, we don't work with uh, artificial flavor, um, just cause that doesn't usually produce a product that we're super happy with. So, so yeah, lots of, lots of weird things being thrown in whole into the brew kettles.
1: Yeah. I think that's awesome. And, and that that's what makes mob craft mob craft, you know, the weirdness,
3: totally. The, the weirdness, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, there's that street sign up on the corner that's like the intersection of Weird Street and Weird Street from Weird Fest last summer, and the fake street sign is still up there, and it seems totally appropriate because it just—I think it's a great word in a really positive way to describe Mobcraft. Um, although I did have a client come in for a walkthrough one day, and she called, and I was like, "Oh, okay, what street are you on?" Because we're on the intersection of Fifth and Virginia. And she told me she was on the corner of Fifth and Weird. So it's caused uh, caused some confusion. <laughs>
0: Were you like, hey, you're really close. Just keep walking. Yeah, yeah I
2: you're was probably, like, you know. You're probably just about there.
3: At Mobcraft, we really are on the corner of Fifth and Weird.
1: So <laughs> she was just, she was right.
2: New tagline. Totally. Okay, it's tagline. the corner of
1: Fifth and Weird. Yep. Love it. One of my favorite fests that I've been to since living in Milwaukee was Weird Fest last year.
3: Yeah. Did you you go to that? um, No, I think I had a conflicting work thing that day, but I drove past it on my way and it looked, I, I wasn't working for Mobcraft yet at that time. Um, it looked exactly like what I expected. Yes, it was amazing.
1: It started, so a a summary of that, I didn't go to the beginning part, but they had I think puppy yoga that morning Mm -hmm. and just like a bunch of weird stuff throughout the day. They had the um, is it the luchadores? Is that what those? The wrestling? The wrestling. Luchadores. Yeah, luchadores. uh, They had wrestling like the entire day there. Um, And then they had bands playing. Um, all kinds of just weird stuff that you'd never put together in a fest, but MobCraft did it and it worked for them. Um, and best, best fest I've been to.
3: That's awesome. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what the future of festivals holds, but um, we definitely have plenty of ideas for when it's safe to gather in large groups again, and honestly, plenty of ideas for the Zoom format until then, so...
0: Well, that's we'll see, awesome. Maybe
3: and, we'll have to screen share some wrestling for a virtual yeah. weird fest. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> yeah. Adam, Adam's
0: in. He'll do Sold. it. Sold. Perfect. Yeah.
2: You had me at fifth and weird.
3: He's like yeah. our, our new best customer here. He's getting donuts. <laughs> he's coming to weird yeah. fest that doesn't even exist yet. <laughs> I'm, he, already he, yeah. I'm already there. Yeah. He's going to
0: wrestle. He'll wrestle <laughs> there. He's, he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, besides fifth and weird, How else, where are the best places for people to connect with Mobcraft if they're looking for more information or they want to check it out?
3: Yeah, so um, I'm happy to say that people can stop by the tap room again. We're not seating inside, but people can come and sit outside. Um, Coming to the tap room is probably really the best way to get to drink the most variety of some of the crazy beers we've been talking about. We have 25 beers on tap at a time, um, and you'll find – some staples like the oddball colch style ale and the amber but you'll find a lot of the funky one-off sours all that good stuff too um so yeah come and hang out at the tap room otherwise you can find us on facebook and instagram as far as i know mobcraft is not on tiktok yet but it sounds like we're all uh working on that so we'll keep you posted um but yeah pretty active on facebook and instagram we're on twitter um and then if you want to be getting more updates, I send out our taproom emails. So if you stop in the taproom and say, hey, I want to get your taproom emails and leave your email address, we'll make sure you get those too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. This was super fun.
3: Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was great. You guys are so knowledgeable. I felt like, you know, you made it very easy. You knew way more about Mobcraft than, you know, I, uh, I expected. So I didn't, I should have known that Tio was like a resident
1: visitor yes. and you know yes. she really
3: did her homework last night but yeah you guys this very easy for me so thanks for having me
2: we're was adding all that that you just said to our promo yeah, yeah. Oh, that's gonna be like yeah. wow you guys are so knowledgeable. so
3: knowledgeable mostly adam and tia i really want yeah. <laughs> to um steve don't want to use the word underwhelmed but you know <laughs>
0: but if the shoe fits yeah oh
3: my god and wear the shoe, steve already. yes <laughs>
2: oh my god oh my god
0: um, that, that's a great place uh to to to, tell to, to end talking. it yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah as steve wipes away wipes away the tears on his face yeah that's oh, okay. like The podcast oh you yeah let's,
0: yeah allergies yeah,
3: okay. yeah.
0: all yeah. right cool well thanks everyone and thanks elise and we look forward to uh stopping by soon
3: yeah, we look forward to seeing you. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Have a great night. Night, Adam, guys. Bye, Adam,
0: everybody. Steve, Adam, Steve, Adam.
3: Steve, oh, I know.
2: We have to close this with, and now,
0: black, black belt.
1: Me. Theater. <laughs> what the hell? How did, yep, I know didn't what? know who was going to say is, it. So This is
2: the sign of us. <laughs> not having podcasted together in a while right there. yes that seals we the can't... deal right there <laughs> and we
0: can't see each other but all right adam yes. do it do the guitars
2: and now black bell theater and we're off and running